welcome to episode six of Put Your Own Mask On First with me, Vicky O'Farrell. And me, Nikki Venswavik. So we are going to be talking boundaries. Um, I'm not talking about the fence between you and your neighbours and who looks after it, or the hedge <laughs> at the back. No, those things in life that I didn't realise we needed, but apparently we need boundaries. Oh, we absolutely do. I mean, I, I certainly... I'm not going to come into this episode today um, trying to suggest that I'm an expert in boundaries. But what I do know is the importance of boundaries. And I think we've probably all got our own examples of what happens, I guess, when we don't have the right boundaries in place. So that's probably a little bit about what today's going to cover. Yeah. I mean, I I would never profess to be an expert. uh, Well, apart from in personality profiling, because it's what I do as the queen of behaviours. But I'd never profess to be an expert. Like you say, it's about, and that's what this podcast we put together for, was all about our own experiences and sharing at what's happened to us. And hopefully somebody can pick something up, you know, learn something or, or maybe even change the way they deal with things. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's definitely been something I've thought about more so in the last couple of years. I think it's probably been more, well, maybe more than a couple of years. I don't know, my time... My time perception's out the window with COVID. <laughs> um, but how are you feeling now, Vicky? Because I know that you've just had a couple of weeks of feeling pretty ill, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I was for, for the month of July, um, which was a real shame because I was glamping down your way. I and know. it would have been perfect to meet up. And I had to come back early because I was ill um, and it got on my chest. And, yes, it was a nasty chest infection that had antibiotics and a chest X-ray in the end. Um but you know what? That's probably quite, quite dis. Um, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, poignant for today's yes. discussion yes. because, do you remember when we talked before? Um, not about boundaries, but we talked about burnout, didn't we? And yes. that came, and, and and I talked about the fact that in April I hit a brick bit of a brick wall, mm-hmm. uh, and it was all this whole COVID thing and lockdown and everything else. And I think I hit that brick wall and then I I kind of had a little bit of time off then of social media and I put these little things in place about what I was and wasn't going to do. And then just full, full back on, full stream ahead, captain full strength. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and and then and then I'm ill. And then I think that my body was going, yeah, that's because when you hit burnout, you came back you didn't set any boundaries about work and it's to me my big thing about boundaries is the fact that they've blurred in the last 18 months and even as business owners as as we are they I think they always slightly blur don't they yes when you when you're working for a corporation perhaps you have a bit more of a, a set boundary you know because we all went to an office to work and then you came home and you and you were and you had your home life whereas now we know there is no such thing as back to work because we're not going backwards we're not going back in time we're going forward and that's where that's where plans happen that's where new ideas happen that's where growth happens isn't it when we it look is. forward and but I think in the last 18 months, not just for people like you and me who've got our own businesses, but for most people, those those boundaries have blurred because working has overtaken home life and we haven't had them. And I think because I'd had a little bit of downtime through recognising burnout, I think I felt like I had to put in the extra effort 
Mm. and found that I was working later and weekends and then like I say it was a cold that turned into a chest infection and because my body said you need a break and I haven't had I haven't I don't think any of us have had a true break because when we go on holiday we physically think of those times when well how we met on an airplane putting our own mask on first or losing your pillow and everything else that you did (laughs) (laughs) you know when you when you do that physical going away there's that sign of subconscious part of your brain knows that it is downtime knows that it is relaxing no and that it's like that invisible boundary has you've crossed it yeah because your subconscious has told you whereas when we just take a weekend away if we just say oh I'm going to have a week off I I mean, sorry, some of you who are listening are probably very, you know, rigid on this. But I know when I think, oh, I'm going to have a week off. Oh, I'm just going to go and do that in the office. Yeah. Well, when, I'm... as I say, when you have time off, do you go, right, that's it. The laptop is staying shut. No. Uh, yes and no. It's a funny one. So I'm technically on a bit of a staycation right now. And I've taken this week off. I didn't plan to. I was just getting a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit lacking in motivation and I thought right instead of the normal pushing through this because I have to I'm going to take this as an opportunity to utilize the flexibility that I've wanted in my life to decide to take a break I guess I have taken a break to a degree I've still thought about work a lot I don't know how we get around that one so easily. But um, the thing is, I'm still in my own house. I'm still in my own patterns. I'm still in my own routine. So whilst I'm away from doing the work, I'm not, I still don't feel as fully rested as when you do get the chance to go away. But this is, I do find what you say there very interesting because this is my view on boundaries. Boundaries are essentially the best form of self-love, self-care, or whatever you know we can often talk about self-love as if it's a bubble bath on a Sunday and whilst these things are great (laughs) they're not going to give you sustainable wellness you know something like setting boundaries for yourself are so yeah I see it as this overarching umbrella of self-love self-care and it falls under that but then I also see that it splits off in two and I think for me it's about boundaries with others but then also boundaries with self and I wonder, yeah. maybe maybe there is no one answer to this, but which of those is hardest? Which of those is easiest? Does it depend on what kind of person you are? You know, if you're a people pleaser, how hard is it to say no? <laughs> and then, you know, you're not sticking to your boundaries, but it really is. It, it, even down to the little things, bit, like if you've promised yourself you're going to do three workouts this week, stick to that. Have that as your boundary. Do not let yourself down. That could be a boundary that you want to you know, apply to yourself and your own way of being. Because all these little tiny things accumulate and make you feel better, make you feel more whole, make you have much more self-respect because you're essentially keeping promises to yourself. And I think in there lies the secret of boundaries. Mm. I like the way that you've split those, actually. I've never thought about it in terms of boundaries with others and boundaries with self. And I think the second one is where I fall down. Yeah. I mean, I, I've put in boundaries with others. Um, you know, I, I tend to find if, if people 
drain, uh, uh, what we would call radiators and hoovers in the good old fashioned world of how do we treat others. A anyone that's a hoover, I have, ba I have to put boundaries in place because I don't always have the energy myself to fill them up. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always been good at that. And even when in, in April, when I was recognizing burnout, I put boundaries in place with my social media. You know, I turned off all the notifications and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But actually, I don't put boundaries in place for myself. I don't even think about, yeah, if I said I'm going to exercise three times this week. I mean, I keep saying, I mean, I since since we've known each other, took a couple of years now, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm probably two stone heavier than when you actually last saw me. But I know that's a lot of things, not just to do with um, COVID and being at home, uh, not exercising. It's, it's menopause as well, because right. we all know the effects of the lack of estrogen and all of those yeah. kind of things. So I got myself into a really good routine, but I don't see it as a boundary. And yet now you've just said, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having, you're giving me a laugh. Hey. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm so pleased. That. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I need to put that boundary in place. I used to do Sunday morning walks every weekend. We'd go for a good couple of hours. Haven't done that for yeah. for ages. And I'm like, actually, yeah, that's not routine. That's that's a boundary. Yeah. And but if you I practice, a, and you know, as our last episode mentioned, if you practice that boundary often enough, it becomes a habit. Then it becomes something that is ingrained in your routine, and you have to give less thought to it. It's much less of a battle to maintain that boundary. But it's really, you know, boundaries are really about, well, you know me, Vic, I love everything that is energy. And I, yeah. I truly believe everything is energy. So if we understand the energy in ourselves of what makes us feel good, what doesn't make us feel good, what behaviours from others do we accept, which ones do we not accept, we can monitor that by looking at our own energy, our own reactions, our own behaviours, how we're feeling in any given moment. And then we can use that to formulate better boundaries and structures so that we can... Well, so that we can put our own mask on first. You know, it's that yeah. age old cliche of you can't pour from an empty cup and so on, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I didn't realise I was going to get light bulbs in, in these conversations. Well, <laughs> I, I suppose I did, but quite often we have those in between the actual recordings. <laughs> yes. But you, you, are, you are right. I think sometimes when you use the word boundary as well, people look at a boundary and think of it as a physical thing. Like I say, the fence between you and your neighbour. Yeah. You know, people think of boundaries something physical, but it's... It's something spiritual as well, isn't it? I it's think like, so. It's, it's putting that spiritual boundary energy into things like, you know, social media. What we talk about, okay, and, and I appreciate the fact that you're recording this podcast with us when you were having the week off because I wasn't very well. Uh, nobody wants to hear me yakking on the podcast. <laughs> no. um, but there are things that I know when I've been on holiday. So social media on holiday, I might still do Insta stories or a little post on Facebook but I would stay off LinkedIn because LinkedIn to me is mm. work and that's a, a work boundary I would then cross. Yeah. Um, so there are those things I do. I, I just know that I, I've i started stepping over my boundary of work yeah. um, and coming back into the office at the weekends because I feel like I've not been doing the work because I wasn't very well. And I'm like, actually, I... I'm servicing my clients. I'm, it's not like my clients are say it's not like I haven't got proposals that are supposed to be out there or things like that. But I suppose for me, I'm thinking the, the month of August I is very much my uh, marketing month, you know, yeah. my marketing strategy together for the last six months of this year and thinking about the first six months of, dare I say, 2022. <laughs>
and so I, I, I've blurred those boundaries and yeah. I really need to put my self love boundary back yeah, in place for sure but I do understand the challenge of that you know I really do it's not easy I forced myself into this staycation this week but actually this week was supposed to be I think week two of a soft launch that I'm doing for my new one-on-one program so it took a lot for me to decide <gasps> oh don't do this launch instead take a week off but I knew that really I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I'd got too tired. I was unmotivated. I was not feeling connected to the vision of what it is that I'm putting out there. And yeah. I just thought rather than stay in my masculine energy and force myself to push through it and put things out there that I'm not 100% happy with, I'm going to have to listen and I'm going to have to take a step back, respect myself, take a week, week and a half, get my energy back, and then I can go again and what I deliver will be better. Yeah. You know, I will be able to serve the people I want to serve much better from that place. So that was a self-boundary. But yeah. the, thing, the other thing I think with boundaries that's really difficult, and I think it applies to both your own boundaries and boundaries with others, is the communication of those boundaries as well. Mm. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not an easy thing to do. To, we all still feel very conditioned by that mindset that it is selfish to put yourself first, mm. you mm. know, and... It just isn't. It's ex yeah. the exact opposite. But how do we collectively change that mindset? It's a very difficult thing. But I guess all we can do is person by person and take our own stance on it and make sure that we honour that within ourselves. And then people around us might be inspired to do the same. And if we can communicate our boundaries with other people in, in a way that is non-confrontational, that feels comfortable and respectful and all those other things, then I think us and the people in our lives will have strengthened relationships, better communication, mm -hmm. less chance of falling out, having arguments. And then the same applies with yourself. If you can have that open communication with yourself about what do I need, what do I not need? And making sure that you create the time to reflect on that, to catch anything, you know, say burnout before it happens. Yeah. Then it's that level of communication with yourself as well that is just as important as communication over boundaries with others. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. And I love the fact that you've brought communication in that because quite often, and there was a post I think I put out uh, um, on social media about communication, because if what I feel I'm communicating and, and you know, we're, we're very similar to each other, so we know how we communicate together. But when you're trying to communicate with somebody, especially like you say, if, if someone's crossed a boundary for you, so say if you've got a boundary set, so it's it's an invisible boundary. People don't understand it. And someone's crossing that boundary. If you don't communicate with them that they've crossed a boundary, then it's a bit like, um, I suppose, trying to explain to, to people who are listening. You know, when you tread in someone's space, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you know, uh, let's OK, let's talk about London Tube. I mean, it's a classic, isn't it? Where you're standing next to the space where, you know, the doors are going to open because you've travelled on that tube line constantly. <laughs> yeah. And, and literally someone stands right next to you in your space. Yeah. So you would then step away. So yeah. without communicating it verbally, you have stepped away and that person probably realises that they've stepped over a boundary. Mm. That is to me, that is, a, that is a boundary. Then that's been stepped over. Whereas actually when we're talking about physical boundaries, so uh, an example, we communicate by WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. If you send me a, a, a recorded voice WhatsApp or a video WhatsApp, 
I tend to reply to you in the same that you've done to me. Yep, yeah. With a video or recorded voice. Or if you text, I just text back. Yeah. And there's, to me, that's a boundary that I've always thought about on communication is that I will always. So, so to me, I get frustrated. Say if I text someone because I physically can't talk quite often or anything like that. And that person phoned you. Oh, Vic, that's a big one for me. <laughs> I, I honestly, that's a really big one for me. I'm not big on phone calls anyway. Like, don't call me. Just don't call me. Just put it in a text, please. Because we're all busy people and I'll get to it when I can. I find a phone call quite aggressive. <laughs> like, you Wait, must answer this call now and answer what I need now. And I'm just a bit like, no, I mustn't. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes to me, it's just like, no, I've texted you because I can't call. If I could have called, I would have phoned you. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that can go um, with, with, with friends, you know, really close friends when you just think, I'll just I'll just text, you know, um, what is what time are we meeting tonight? Literally that all that needs is a, just time, a time back on text. <laughs> That's all I needed. I know where we're going. I know the plan. So when they phone and you just look and you go. I mean, you can't. Sorry, because you can't see my face, but I'm now doing <laughs> that kind of cartoony big guy. I go, why are you phoning? I don't need to speak. Yeah. How does someone cross a boundary? You know, and it's and so suddenly, then you think, I oh, now I'm now going to either press reject or that little text auto thing that you can do yeah. says, "Can I talk later?" And I'm like, "No, I feel rude because I'm now going to reject you." But yet you've crossed over the boundary because you didn't text me back, and so yeah. it, it is about communication, isn't it? This is exactly it. This is the the sticky wicket, I think, of boundaries. Yeah. But I think you know, let's say. I think the communication is important and I think things like the wording are also important and that, you know, it's, it might be a no, but it doesn't always have to come across as a no. Maybe it's just a not right now or, yeah. you know, I don't have the time in my schedule to be able to prioritise that for you right now. You know, it is, it's about the way it is, the wording, the way it's communicated yeah. and it doesn't have to be this confrontational no, of course I can't do that, for example. Yeah. You know, it's just a case of saying, unfortunately, at this moment in time, I'm not going to be able to prioritise that. You know, it's it's a challenge, though, isn't it? And I think it oh, takes yeah. practice, actually. Mm. So I think it's about maybe having a few practice goes. Maybe it's easier to have practice goes at work because there's slightly less emotions. Or I mean, that's not necessarily true but if I, thought, <laughs> you work yeah, <laughs> if I thought about communicating a boundary with my family over at work I'd probably find the work one a little easier to do so if you know looking at boundaries is something new to you but you spot things that you would like to implement a boundary for you know some little small soft ones at work are a really good place to start to get some practice and get confident in how you're going to manage the communication of your boundaries. I mean, yeah. of course, the first step is to figure out what your boundaries are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say they're talked about no, or um, I can't do that right now, and that kind of stuff, quite often, I've, I've often used when somebody said to me, oh, could you do this? I'm uh, Like, could you get this done by the end of play today? I'm like, I can, but if I do that, I can't do yes. these five things. So yes. which is your priority? That's it. And, yeah. it. and it is that much softer way. But I like the fact that you said it's a lot easier to do it at work. Because why Why do we find boundaries with fr friends? and? I'd probably say family harder. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And oh, this is <laughs> a whole podcast in itself, isn't it? <laughs> 
Yeah, but not one we probably want to publish. No, not one that I want my family to listen to. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. And we've we've talked a little bit off off the record, haven't we, about these kinds of things? Because we've had yeah. some sort of similar-ish feelings around that kind of stuff. So it is very difficult. It is very difficult. And it might be something, like I say, it's more of a baby step approach. Yeah. But knowing that you're working in the right direction to getting your boundaries implemented is is a wonderful thing, more than enough, in fact. Because I think family push boundaries more. Perhaps it's because, like you, I mean, you. Cl- it's classic of what you've just said is you've got to understand your own boundaries first. You've got mm. to know what they are. But I think maybe because family and you've been with them all your life, kind of know what your boundaries are, which is where they know that they can push them. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, and it's and it is it like we've said already. It's in a very emotive thing to assert a boundary, and so when it comes to family, there's a there's there's potentially a lot more inner conflict that goes with that. You know, maybe feelings of guilt that you're not helping enough, or you know, those kinds of feelings that you may get at work, but it's a bit less personal, so you can mm-hmm. remove yourself from them a touch easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, family ones are hard. Relationship ones as well, if I think about romantic relationships, it's yeah. the bottom line is it all comes down to you as the individual mm. and understanding yourself to know what you will and you won't accept. The mm. moment you let someone cross a boundary, it's it's like putting a lack of self-respect out there. Mm. So whilst it might be tough, the more you can do it, the easier it will get and the more confident and self-respect that you will feel as and a if result you don't, as I say if you don't tell that person that they've crossed a boundary because they might not know because That's like you say it. they're not it's not a physical thing if you don't tell them the first time they cross it then they won't know that it's a boundary that they've crossed and yeah. therefore they will think that there's no issue and then suddenly if you don't do it at the, if it's, it's a bit like when we were saying oh, nip it in the bud yeah. Where does that sign come from, actually? I must ask that one up. But, you know, if you, don't, if you don't tell someone straight away, then after they've done it three or four times, it'll be like, why didn't you tell me when I did it the first time? Yeah. Then I would never have crossed that. I, I, I mean, a little bit sometimes a bit like the boundary that I've got. Because um, since working from home for the last 18 months, I've always said to my husband, he, because I was always in a, a client's workspace delivering a workshop, mm. I was physically away from the house. He never really, he always would disturb me when I'm in the office. Because he could, yeah. Because he could, because I'm not physically working. But because the last 18 months have all been on this beautiful thing called Zoom, there are other video platforms that you can use. You know, so so he then knew that the boundary was, you know, um, if the office door, if the outside of the office door is shut, you know, come in quietly. Don't just come bounding in and talking away. Because the first few times he did it, I was like, talking to a client i've done this cartoon eyes again haven't i we really <laughs> must work out how to do the video recording i know um but yeah it's but you it's because so, actually there are some boundaries that you don't know that you've got but things frustrate you little things wind you up mm-hmm. because someone's crossed a boundary but you didn't know that was a boundary yeah so how can we how can we understand what our boundaries are how can we find out what they are so what it, it's I think we all inherently know, but what people tend to do is think about things in a sense of time. You know, how much time of mine will this take? Mm -hmm. And then it's a case of, can I fit it in? Whereas actually that's not 
you might have all the time in the world, but you might just not have the bandwidth or the energy for that thing that day. So it's more about auditing your energy levels and how much energy is this going to require from me? Do I have it to give at the moment? And mm. it's more about looking at it from that way, because if it's about time, we can always fit things in, right? But mm. to the detriment of your own health, your own to-do list, your own set of priorities. So it's really about understanding, okay, how much energy are these things taking from me? And, and is that realistic in the realm of my day and what I have to do and achieve? You know, sure, we can all shuffle things around, but I think it's, it's having that awareness on how something will make you feel, mm -hmm. How, if that means you can't do something that you did have planned, how will that then make you feel? And if any of these feelings are negative, then don't do the thing. Just don't do the thing. Maybe you can do it the next day. Maybe it's something that, you know, you can negotiate on and find a middle ground. But, <clears throat> but I get it. It is really hard. It is really hard. But I just think knowing yourself, knowing how things make you feel and understanding mm. how much things drain your energy or give you energy that's sort of a, a first starter guideline of, yeah. is this, can I do this thing? Should I say yes or no here? Yeah, because whilst you talk about the time and how is this going to cut into your own priorities, it's also about your core values. And, you know, Absolutely. I know we've talked about those subconscious yes. core values. It's just a bit like, oh, is that cutting across what I believe in yes. and what is right for me? Because values for everybody are different and they're not right or wrong they're just different and it's yeah that that I mean that's my whole philosophy in life isn't it it's it's about um recognizing understanding and respecting our difference as human beings because at the end of the day we are all human yeah. we make mistakes we we you know do things that wind other people up but when we recognize how and why we do stuff then it's like oh okay I just I won't do that again to, to Nikki. I, you know, I'll, yeah. I will never phone you. I did it yes, actually yesterday. And uh, Nikki Fiander, if you are listening to this, it was hilarious. So she just texted me about something. And um, I'm, I WhatsApped her back and just said, oh, yes. And by the way, have you seen that we've sold the house? <laughs> she was, so she didn't text me back. And she didn't just phone call me. She video phoned me <laughs> on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> and I just answered and I said, it's a good job I'm not in the little girl's room, isn't it? Yeah. Said, no, it is. But it was, I mean, it's funny. We, we had a lovely conversation. But I, I did find at the very beginning of lockdown, that was a boundary that I didn't enjoy. People just felt they could video phone you. Well, you know, that's a funny thing, though, because what that's just made me think of is that depends on the person perhaps too. That for me might be a boundary with some people, but not with others, mm. you know, and very few others, but there might be a handful of people on this planet that could video call me and I'll be like, oh, that's amazing. I'm happy to see that. But then there's other people where I'll be like, how dare they video call me? There's no chance in hell. <laughs> but I guess that's it, isn't it? It's understanding your own or getting clarity on what makes you feel good and what doesn't. Yes. Yeah, and, and and when when somebody has stepped over that boundary of like, yeah. oh, how do you let them know they've stepped over it in a non-aggressive, confrontational way? That's um, it. And maybe, maybe one of the things for that is, you know, if, if this is relatively new thinkings for any of you guys listening, maybe it's more of a case of just start not necessarily communicating what your boundaries are, but maybe just start having conversations with those people close to you about boundaries because you might learn some of their boundaries that you never knew yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. And yeah. so rather than, you know, waiting until someone crosses your boundary, 
maybe it's about having those discussions now that yeah. you're thinking about it rather than letting it get to a point of confrontation yeah. or or anything that makes you feel a bit shit so because yeah. we I don't think we talk about boundaries enough and we talk about them huh? like they are dirty little secrets that we have and we <laughs> have to make sure that you know we uphold them for ourselves but actually maybe that's it maybe we all just need to talk, start talking a lot more with each other about boundaries and having it as open communication and maybe that is the good starting point yeah yeah I, what no I have to I'm going to disagree with you there um the starting point is recognizing your own yeah, boundaries. for sure for sure um and like I say i find boundaries uh with others setting other people's boundaries it, it, I, i'm quite okay with that but actually i've got to learn to set my own boundaries and, and a bit of self-love yeah because that's where i fall down but i think recognizing your own boundaries and then like you say communicating them but not in a you know, structured, drawn out, kind of architecturally designed. This is a boundary. We're not crossing. <laughs> yeah. But to yeah. communicate it in a in in a in a way, like you say, if you communicate with others when they've crossed a boundary, then they might let you know when you've crossed their boundaries that you yeah. didn't know were there. Exactly, because yeah. like you say, the chances are we are all crossing other people's boundaries. I mm. probably cross my mother's boundary all the time. The poor woman. <laughs> <laughs> thinking oh, about it now bless you well you know maybe you need to have that conversation with your mum yeah but it, it is it's a funny thing I think especially for women mums I don't know maybe I'm just thinking about my mum but she just she's just from that place of wanting to help everyone and be there for everyone and all that kind of stuff so you know maybe I should have a conversation with my mum about boundaries because I don't know what hers are no Mum, well, if you're you listening, go. what are your boundaries? And, <laughs> and how often am I crossing them? <laughs> oh, I think my mum's from the same place, though. You know, yeah. I can phone her, and, and I probably do. I probably speak to my mum nearly every day, like yeah. only for five or ten minutes. You know, oh, no, it's lovely to hear from you. And I'm like, do I ever, uh, maybe, maybe I should ask her. I will do that, because I haven't spoken to her today. When I phone her this afternoon, I say, do I ever cross my boundary, cross your boundaries when I phone, you know? Maybe there we go. Some there we open go. dialogue. Oh, How refreshing. Lovely. Oh, so um I hope um all of you listeners have um got something from today's boundary ones. It will it would be really lovely to hear. I know we do get some great feedback. Um oh, and we we've do. had some people on LinkedIn posting about them. So, you know, do share these podcasts if you've learnt from yourself. Um give us a, a little like and a review and, and share them um, with other people. And if you want to get in touch with either myself, Vicky O'Farrell. Or with me, Nikki Venswavik. Then please do drop us a line. You'll find us via these podcasts or on all of the social media platforms. Yes. Um, apart from TikTok. I don't do TikTok. No, I don't do TikTok either. So I'll put, <laughs> our, I'll put our Instagram handles in the um, That's better, yeah. notes of the show or something. <laughs> Wonderful. Excellent. Okay, um, Nikki, it's been wonderful chatting. And I look forward to our next one. I know we'll chat in between time. But, of course we um, will. Again, thank you for listening to Put Your Own Mask On First. Um, I look forward to speaking to you all soon. Me too. Thank you guys for listening. We love you and we'll see you again next month. Bye for now. Bye for now.